The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sickness is a fact of life. It doesn't matter who we are, what we do, what we believe. Ultimately, our body is going to give way. So, then what? Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as today we take another look at your life on the inside where you feel and where you live from a different perspective. The reality is that some people aren't well. We all get sick. Sometimes it's just a cold or the flu for a couple of days and we feel miserable. But other times it can be much worse. My mother, who's 75 years old, just had shingles, which is an incredibly painful disorder and a bit dicey at that age. She's out of the woods now and on the mend. I, for one, am a shocking patient. I'm so active and out there doing things that within about half a day of getting sick, I've had enough and I just want to get back on my feet. Fortunately, I'm a pretty healthy beast, so it doesn't happen too often. But when we're sick, it's easy to see the rest of the world getting on with life and we feel like we've been left behind or deserted. At our website, ChristianityWorks.com, lots of people come and ask for prayer. Often we have people ask for prayer either for themselves or for family or friends in times of sickness. It's a very common reason why people ask for prayer. A couple that just came in this other week was to continue to pray for someone who was involved in a tragic motorcycle accident just recently and to pray for a friend who was in hospital with a critical condition of pneumonia. They asked us to pray for full recovery for him and that Jesus would give him the strength to fight this. It happens, you know, people have accidents, happen so quickly, a motorcycle, a car. I remember when I was younger, my young two-year-old son reached up and caused me to pour boiling water over myself and, and over him. It was just a normal everyday morning, then in the split second, it all changed and boiling water was all over my face. Sickness can be so unexpected, everything is going fine, we're just drifting along and then the doctor tells you, you have cancer, or, or your husband has a heart attack. or We feel so helpless, so lost. We go into shock. And when that sinks in, despair and anger and all sorts of different emotions. Or there's the person suffering from chronic pain, arthritis, back pain, all sorts of disorders, or mental disorders. Both sufferers and carers. How can a loving God let this happen? I mean, come on, how can God... Let these sorts of things happen to people. Then we look around at all the other people and think, well, we used to be like that. We used to have a normal life like that until, until this happened. And it hurts so much. People pay a bit of attention to us in the first week or so and then they just get on with their lives. You even watch a high-profile Christian preacher on television and they talk about how to succeed and stuff. Or you listen to some joker on the radio and you think, well, it's okay for you. God's with you, but what about me? I'm sick. Got the picture? My hunch is this is pressing a few buttons out there. God seems to be doing stuff everywhere else except right here where I need him at the moment. That's how we tend to feel so often when we feel sick. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever had this sense of abandonment and, well, what's going on in my life? How long is this going to last? How long is it going to hurt? How long am I going to be disabled? Imagine what it must be like to be perfectly healthy and fit one minute 
and a quadriplegic the next for the rest of your life. That would take an enormous amount of adjustment, take an enormous amount of courage. So whether we have a serious disease or whether we have the cold or flu and we feel miserable, sometimes we get this sense that we've been left alone and deserted. I'd like to shine just a little bit of light into that with a very simple statement. Jesus, Jesus specialises in sick people. It's not the hoi folloiden preachers he hung around with. It wasn't the wealthy businessmen. When they accused him of hanging out with the flotsam and jetsam of society, you know what he said? He said, look, the physician came to heal the sick people, not the ones who were already well. Jesus specialised, specialised in sick people. You know how we get this funny thing when we're sick and, and we're crook and we're lying on the couch or the bed and we think, well, Jesus can't possibly be here with me. He must be with that fancy preacher out there. He must be with that wealthy Christian business person out there. That's where Jesus is. He's not with me. Exactly the opposite is true. Exactly. You read just one of the four historical accounts of the life of Jesus Christ. The first four books of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke or John. Just pick one. Mark's the shortest one. It's a two to two and a half hour read. And have a look at who Jesus spent his time with. And it wasn't the people that we expected him to spend his time with. It was the sick people. The ones in the lonely place, in the nursing home, in the hospital, in the bedroom, in the lounge room. So alone. When we're sick, Jesus chooses to be with us in that place. Now we can know that in our heads. We can hear some guy say that in the radio. We can hear that, read that, write that a million times. But all of a sudden when we get sick, when the doctor tells us we have skin cancer, when the doctor says you've got five times the risk of having a heart attack because of your blood disorder, all of a sudden when the reality of sickness hits us, the reality of who Jesus is and who he wants to spend his time with and his compassion, his grace and his desire to bless us in the middle of sickness, all of a sudden that disappears out the window. Maybe you're sick right now and maybe you need to hear this right now. Jesus Christ is in that place with you. And maybe God's plan, the reason that you're listening to this program today, maybe God's plan is just to tuck that away in your heart for one day when you might need it. To tuck away the reality that Jesus Christ spent his time with people who were marginalised, people who were hurting, people who were alone, people who were sick. He healed some of them. And some of them he healed in such an amazing way, but others he didn't. Why does that happen? How come God does some amazing miracles in some people's lives and not in others? If I could answer that, I'd be God, and I'm not. I don't know why God chooses to heal some people and not others. I just don't know. But he does. And he cares. And when we're sick, he is more powerfully, profoundly, amazingly, intimately, personally, beautifully present with us than we can ever imagine. That's a blessing. That is an enormous blessing. Jesus is a healer. The Old Testament says that he is a God who heals our every disease. And he's the lover of our soul. He's there to be with us when we're sick. I know that when someone has cancer and when someone has a serious health issue, they can be Christians, they can pray for healing, 
but it is not always God's plan that they should be healed. We all die eventually. Our bodies all give out eventually. And the only instance in which that won't happen is if Jesus Christ comes back before it's my time to die and yours. That's the reality of the life we live. We are mortal. We will die physically, but never spiritually. Spiritually, we will live on, either in the presence of God or in the outer darkness called hell, away from him. Jesus is in this place when you are sick. And Father, I pray for anyone who is sick today that you will just give them the most amazing sense of your presence with them right now. Father, I pray for your complete healing, their body, their soul, their mind, everything that's wrong with them. And above all, Lord, whatever your will is in terms of this person's health and future and life, I pray that you will bless them with the knowledge of your presence that is indescribable. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.